my senior year out of all my crazy years was like the most peaceful because I felt like she was giving me some freedom. She was loosening her grip on me. She was pausing, taking that time to understand. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 159 of Yes And. This episode is brought to you by our studio sponsor, Advocare. Guys, a new year is the perfect time to up your supplement game and invest in your health this year. So please check out Advocare, but don't pay full price. You can use my code FEELBETTER15 to get discounts and support this podcast when you do. This is a free resource for you that we put out every single week, but it doesn't mean it doesn't cost us money to produce this show. It actually costs lots and lots of money. So sponsors help us make this show a reality. And every time you use any podcaster's codes or support the products who are supporting me, the show, and the team it takes to produce it for you. And Advocare is one of those companies. So yo, you guys, um, they are one of my faves. I love, love, love the biofuel, the pre-workout, and specifically the rehydrate now that I live in the desert. So uh, go give them a try. And I just want to say, if you want to try before you buy, you know you can just leave a five-star review of this podcast and email it to me at hello at judyholler.com. And I'm going to send you some of my favorite products. So leave a review, five-star review, email it to me at hello at judyholler.com and you're going to get some free stuff. All right, y'all. Episode 159. Now here we are. We are back in action with our first of the year, our first ever uh, how I Yes Sanded It podcast. Okay. Totally borrowed inspirationally from um, Guy Raz's How I Built This. I love that podcast because I love listening to other makers and entrepreneurs and people who have built businesses out of nothing. And so I think to do that, you have to have a yes sand mindset, right? So I wanted to, as an entrepreneur myself, who's in the middle of, who's built one business, um, well, I've built a keynote speaking business. Well, let me back up from there. I built a sales and marketing career and then transitioned into entrepreneurship and I built a keynote speaking business. And then I built an authorship and thought leadership and book business, a publishing arm of my business. And now I'm evolving into uh, another evolution of my business and more on that soon. But boy, I am hungry for and obsessed with all things build, right? All things lessons, all things entrepreneurship. And what I pick up time and time again is the constant red thread of yes and, yes and, yes and, right? Like, yes, this is happening. Yes, this is what I want to do. Yes, this is what's in front of me. And here's what I'm going to do next, okay? Like being an entrepreneur um, requires most certainly this mindset or you will not get very far, right? So I'm coming at you solo style this month with with an idea that I really wish I would have grasped (laughs) years ago. Um, Sometimes on these episodes, I'm going to bring in other entrepreneurs and talk about how they built their thing, how they yes-anded specifically their thing. But today it's me and you, and we're going to talk about this concept that thank God I've learned now, but I think could have saved me a lot of pain in years previous. So here's the essence of it. And this is the problem. The big problem is that we think we shouldn't have problems. 
The big problem is we think we shouldn't have problems. But here's the thing. Problems, with a capital P, baby, problems are actually how we increase our tolerance for pain. It's how we learn to weather storms. It's how we sharpen our sword. It's how we polish our crowns, right? And it's most certainly how we become a better human and a better leader. Because if you have no pain, there will be no gains, right? And if you have no gains, it's probably because you're avoiding pain, right? So uh, lessons are going to keep showing up until we learn them. And I'll say that again, lessons are going to keep showing up until we learn them. Time and time again, I have found that all my best stuff, all my best work, all my best stories, all my best content, all my best freaking decisions have come on the other side of something painful, something hard, uh, something disappointing, something problematic, right? So the first yes and lesson I'm dealing out today is number one, the problem is that we think we shouldn't have problems. But actually, babe, problems make you. They make us. They don't break us. We either win or we learn, but we do not lose. So the second part of this, how I yes-anded this lesson that I've found specifically through entrepreneurship is this notion of, okay, so then what do I do? What do I do when problems with a capital P comes up? (laughs) And I can tell you right now that and in this scenario is not the answer. Action is actually not the answer. Okay, a quick pause right here because I got to tell you something so fun. Did you know that I just facilitated my first ever disco ball project? That's right. Disco ball project workshop in Austin. Okay, so let me break it down. Now, If you've been following me or hanging out on my socials or just like know me as a human, you know that I love the disco ball, okay? So let's talk about the disco ball for a second. The components of a disco ball actually align with what it takes to be a good leader and a good teammate. And I could not resist exploring this idea. And it was received with rave reviews, which makes me so happy. We even crowned a disco ball queen at the end of the workshop, guys. It was so much fun. So yes, I'm a podcaster, but my main job, my main job, my main thing, my main love, my main source of joy is to be a keynote speaker. And I take these ideas as a keynote speaker to the main stage at events all across the country and beyond. And yes, I also do workshops. Now my work is really designed to help you take the experimental ideas from the improv theater and apply them to the unscripted stage of everyday life so we can really avoid regret and take more confident action. I have main stage keynotes, virtual talks, and of course, custom disco ball project workshops. And guess what? If you refer business to me that books, I will cash app you $500. I'm I'm serious. Our best leads come from inside our community, you. So we want to reward you for that. So if you've got a sales meeting, an annual conference, team training, virtual event, if you want to hire me to come facilitate a disco ball project workshop at your event or for your team, talk to me. Email me anytime at hello at judyholler.com or send me a DM on the socials to reach out. I can't wait to work with you.
Okay, back to the show. So I want to share with you uh, how I yes and through problems with actually putting a big old pause on the and before I actually deal with the problems. And guys, this idea will bail you the fuck out of so many potential disasters personally and professionally. So listen up to this, lean into this. Okay. So let me take you back. I am a few weeks ago, sort of having this like perfect little morning in the desert. Okay. I'm en route to the airport to execute my first ever disco ball project workshop, which you just heard about, uh, for, for, for one of my favorite clients in Austin, a tech company. It was so much fun. Um, so I'm pulling out of my driveway and I decided to pop on a little Brendan Bruchard, uh, via my growth day app for a little bit of his morning fire. Like every morning you get this like little fire, uh, 10, 15, 20 minutes of just magic to like rock your mindset for the day. Anyway, so as usual, he's dropping mics all over the place. Yet one thing in particular got my attention. So I immediately paused the fire he was spitting to record a voice memo on my iPhone uh, so I didn't forget it. By the way, pause button, beep, 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 back up the bus. Are you using voice memos to capture your thoughts, ideas, and content. Yo, I put, I love my voice memo. I put everything in my notes. I love my notes app. Um, certainly love, love, love my notes app on my iPhone, but I equally use those voice memos specifically when I'm driving or I'm on the move or out traveling in the world. You know, things will just hit me. Right. And I think that's the difference between those of us who, um, create, um, really sticky, juicy content and always seem to have ideas versus those who don't, it's because our head's on a swivel. Like we, we are always looking for, for the metaphor, right? Like I live in metaphor. I live in story, right? So I'm always thinking about like, oh, this is so happening for me or, oh my gosh, this is something I could teach. And if I don't have a notebook, yo, I record it in my voice memos and then I come back and capture it. So what a great tool to use if you two are a content creator, which I think most of us need to be um, in entrepreneurship today, um, whether you're in marketing or not, you as the founder, creator, CEO, lead maker in charge, your job is to always be storytelling to your customers and to your audience. And so I'm always sort of living with my head on a swivel. And I really move through life in metaphor, right? Like thinking about how I can take what's happening to me and um, share it with you so we can all sort of get better, smarter, and faster. So there I am recording my voice memo to capture some of the fire Brendan is spitting so I can then remix it in my own way. And he said this, and I'm paraphrasing, but this is where we're going. Uh, And it's big. He said, when you are triggered, Okay. When you experience a problem, remember we just talked about problems. The problem in life is we think we shouldn't have problems. Well, he says when you're triggered, when you experience a problem, when you are moving through disruption, a confrontation, et cetera, your first response should not be action. I repeat, your first response should not be action. Now, as you know, around here, we live for the and moment, right? The the momentum, the action, the next step, right? The abundance-driven mindset of both and. Yet in moments of challenge, action, babe, is actually real dangerous. Why? Because you're going to make shit worse. You will ultimately make things worse. So what's our fix? Awareness, okay? So the framework 
when shit goes down, should actually look like this. If you're visual like me and you need a formula, okay? It is stimulus, parentheses, the thing happens. So stimulus, you receive a stimulus, okay? Then awareness, pause button. And then response, which is choice or action, where you make a choice or take an action. So stimulus, awareness, response. So what I want to close with is that awareness phase and, and, and share what that looks like so that the next time, which could be moments from now, okay, you find yourself in a frustrating, stimulating situation, a triggering situation, you can check yourself before you wreck yourself. Thank you, Ice Cube. So awareness looks like this. It looks like time, 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 taking some goddamn time, 24 to 36 hours to just take a deep breath. Uh, It looks like getting an outside perspective. So using that time to get some outside perspective, to maybe run the scenario by someone else, right? That you trust, that that loves you, that that may not be as close to the situation, but someone whose opinion you you greatly respect. So we can take time, get outside perspective, and it looks like asking questions to clarify, okay? Instead of assuming, right? I think where shit goes bad is we stimulus, assume, respond, <laughs> right? Uh, Stimulus, react, respond, right? Like we respond with reaction, right? So taking this time, awareness looks like taking this time, getting some outside perspective and then clarifying with questions like, and these are my OGs, these are my favorites, right? Um, So number one, okay, what am I taking personally here? Where is my ego up in my grill right now? Okay. Where is my shadow side coming out to play, right? Because I am Question number two, making assumptions, right? Where am I making assumptions? Do I have all the information in front of me or am I making shit up? Am I assuming things, right? How am I, this is my favorite, I'm a fiery Italian, okay? Uh, How am I overreacting? How am I overreacting here, right? What am I afraid of, right? Guys, there's, there's love and there's fear. There's love and there's fear. Um, so nine times out of 10, when we react in, in a way that isn't the essence of who we are and more aligned with our shadow side, the sides of us that we'd rather keep in the shadows, it is because we are afraid of something. So, okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's fear set. Let's get that shit out, out of my head and onto paper. What am I afraid of? What could go wrong? And then better yet, who could help me? How could I figure it out? And what could go right? Boom. We start to flip it on its head, but asking yourself, what am I afraid of? That's big. And then, you know, what do I know to be true? Again, this comes back to making assumptions. People love this. They love to pile on and jump on the bandwagon. This is like, you know, the troll economy, um, hater nation. This is cancel culture, right? People assuming they know what's really going on, assuming um, things about people and their choices and who they are as a human being, assuming that what you see on television and in the paper and online is truth when it's likely not. So like, what do I know to be true here? What do I believe to be true here? And I think these are the moments that we step into a true awakening and a true leadership mindset. It is all living in the awareness and out of awareness rises the and moment, the action the choice, the response, and that will be made 
with true queen energy because you have taken the time to seek first to understand and then respond based on what you've learned. And I know it sounds primary, but it is hard, you know, and and I know if you're here and you're listening to this, you want to get better and be better and do better. Me too. Me too. I am a student of this work. And so I am really dancing with this formula, stimulus awareness response right now, because I believe truly, truly, truly awareness is the unlock between the leader you are now and the leader you want to be. It is the unlock. Awareness is the unlock between the partner you are now and the partner you want to be. It's the unlock between the friend you are now and the friend you want to be. It's the unlock between the parent you are now and the parent you want to be. You know, Justin and I, talked about this. I just had Justin on the podcast. If you haven't listened to episode 157, 157 with Justin Patton, I I highly recommend you do. We talk a lot about trust and the road to loyalty. And this is how we build trust. And I think so many kids don't speak up or don't um, share with their parents the things they need to share because parents make assumptions and we just react. And oh my God, you did what? Oh my God, you're grounded. What the fuck? Oh my God. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. And we react. And so, well, then no wonder our kids don't trust us or don't talk to us because we know that we're just going to get a reaction. I mean, this is what happened to me for years with my mom. And it wasn't until my senior year of high school that we finally got our shit together where she realized we would fight, 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 fight. And most of the reason we were fighting is because I was lying. And I was lying because I couldn't talk to her because I knew she'd just overreact. So I'm like, I'll take my chances. I'll just lie and roll with this and go do the thing. And if I get caught, I get caught. And if I don't, I don't. Um, But I'm going to take my chances because I can't talk to her. She is insane, right? She is constantly overreacting. So I'm just going to hide. And so once we kind of figured that out, and then I remember my senior year, she's like, all right, here's the deal. Like curfew lifted, curfew lifted. I'm not going to micromanage. Call me. If you need a ride, call me. Just let me, I will not get mad. And she really held up her end of the deal and she didn't, but it just, in in my senior year out of all my crazy years with her in grade school and high school was like the most peaceful because I felt like she was taking that time to seek to understand. She was pausing. She was giving me some freedom, right? She was loosening her grip on me, right? Um, But also seeking to understand and giving me some space, which allowed me to slowly trust her and not feel so scared about saying, hey, mom, here's the thing. Um, We drank tonight and I'm going to stay over at my girl Nikki's or I'm riding home with Sue and we're going to spend the night at so-and-so's house. And like, you know, hey, this is where we want to go after prom and, you know, everybody's going and I'd really like to go. How would you feel instead of like lying? So again, you know, this awareness component is big personally, as you can see me demonstrate and hear me demonstrate rather from the the parent child perspective. But how many times are we doing this and overreacting with friends? Say someone doesn't respond to a text or can't you know can't be at brunch or has to miss our baby shower. We we react and we assume all these things as our partners, right? Like how many times are we overreacting with with our 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 people, our our person, our partner, our spouse? And, and certainly as a leader, we have to take the things that happen with our team and find a way to lean into it and to lead with love instead of the lazy way of 
assumptions and reaction and fear and control and all the things that feel easier than the brave thing. So action is powerful, but it's most powerful when done enlightened. So awareness is an enlightenment. So this week, you know, I really give the assignment of practicing, you know, it's Wednesday. Okay. Whenever you're listening to this, take the next three to five days to really lean into this, to catch yourself, to check yourself before you wreck yourself. When you get a piece of information, can we lean into this concept? So number one, I encourage you to put a post-it on your computer this week to remember this assignment and just have the post-it say stimulus awareness action. Um, Put it on your laptop somewhere that you can see it to remind you. Bonus, if you do this and tag me on the gram at Judy Holler, I want to cheer you on. Do it, do it, do it. Um, When a problem pops up, take a few of those awareness prompts I've just given you and uh, gain a different perspective with them. Wait 24 to 48 hours choose after that time frame an aligned response based on what you learned in step number two, the questions you asked yourself and others. And then could you repeat that when the next problem arises and before you know it, you start to become a more aligned, empathetic, peaceful person and leader. So awareness, right? Stimulus, awareness, response. Yo, it'll bail you out of so many jams and As always, remember the problem, you know, in entrepreneurship, in life, in leadership, in just humanity, the problem is we think we shouldn't have problems, but babe, it's the problems that sharpen your sword. It's the problems that polish our crown, right? And so lean into it, lean into it and know that you are being made in those moments. I can't wait to see you here next week. I love you. So glad you're here. And thanks for your earbuds. Okay. See you next week. Ciao.